<laughs> Years ago, first started the uh, Tribeca Music Festival. Uh, I think it was about our second or third year in, and uh, uh, this and, and we were at the time we were at the Flea Theater downtown, and uh, we had an intermission, and I was out uh, out talking with people during the intermission. And I I I, you know, I saw this young couple who didn't like they didn't they looked like they didn't know very many people, so I went up and just started. To, chat them up and I said, uh, well, you know, uh, why are you guys here tonight? Do you know one of the performers or did you see it? And uh, and the, the young lady said to me, well, uh, we were looking at Time Out New York and it was between you guys and the Tricycle Rodeo in Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, I would have been at the Tricycle Rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I guess we were closer. I don't know what, but, uh, but they were so they were so thrilled that they they went, and they are still on our mailing list. You know, like uh, 15 years later. I'll probably live the rest of my life wondering what a tricycle rodeo is. Uh, maybe I'll find out, but uh, it seems unlikely. At any rate, that's a funny story from Preston Stolly, who is the director of Tribeca New Music. And I love this concept of a couple that uh, all the things you can do in New York, I mean, the, the incredible number of things, and they had narrowed it down to two, and they chose Tribeca New Music, which is not a bad choice. Uh, they're one of my favorite groups in Manhattan. And I opened the show with a, a little bit of a live performance from a Tribeca New Music concert back before COVID. That's bassist and composer Sam Shugs performing the third movement of his piece, EDM Caprices, EDM being electronic dance music, and that movement is called Dubstep killer performance, absolutely typical of the kind of things that you'll hear at Tribeca New Music. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bostead, and I'm featuring, as you may have guessed, Tribeca New Music on the program today. They were one of my favorite groups before COVID hit, but they've also been one of the most consistently interesting and innovative since uh, the pandemic. And I'll let Preston talk about that a little bit more later in the program. And I'm going to feature some of the many, many, many uh, pieces of music that they've premiered, commissioned, and uh, showcased on their awesome series. But uh, first, of course, I asked Preston, what is Tribeca New Music? How did it get started? So, uh, yeah, Tribeca New Music, I, I think one of the things I learned uh, early on when I came to New York City back in the 80s, early 80s, is that um, if, you, if you show up as a composer and you think someone's gonna call you up to do your score, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> you, know, you look around at all the ensembles. I mean, this is this is a this is the lesson a rookie learns when they come to the city for the first time, or any big city for that matter. You know, if you want to get your music performed, you're going to have to do it yourself. And so, how are you going to do that? Well, the options are you know you team up with some other like-minded composers and you put a a concert together and uh, and you go from there and that's that's what I did with with friends of mine people I knew that I went to college with other people I knew in the city and this this took uh, different kind of uh, iterations as we went through different kinds of groups and tried things uh, but around 2000 um, I had I had a group called the New York Art Ensemble back in the late 90s and uh, uh, Jim Simpson from the Flea Theater, who's uh, the director there, um, sent someone down to look at one of our concerts, and then he called me up later and said, hey, you know, would you like to do a concert at the Flea Theater? And I said, oh yeah, I'd love to do a concert. He said, no, I mean a whole series. And that, we hadn't thought of doing that. And so it was like, 
well, shit, <laughs> that's pretty interesting. That's pretty cool. And I was, I was, uh, I have to give him, Jim, a lot of credit because he kind of was the guy who put the seed, planted the seed of the idea of doing a series. So walk me through the last uh, 10 months. So you started with the edgy escapes and, and how did that build to what you're doing now? Okay, so um, the well, uh, all this, of course, is framed within the larger picture of COVID, you know. And uh, so when we realized that we couldn't, we actually had to stop our season uh, in, in March, like everybody did uh, last year. And uh, we were just about ready to premiere a new work by Jessica Meyer, which I'm very excited about. And, you know, and that just fell completely apart as more and more people realized that oh, we're just not gonna be able to get an audience and how safe is it, is it to be doing this? And, that's when the whole kind of curtain dropped on everything for at least a month or so. And uh, so I, you know, I have, um, I was I was trying to think, well, what what is it that we can do? Because, you know, we, we, we still have a mission to fulfill. We still, you know, we're a public charity. That's what a 501c3 is. You know, what are we doing for the public? And I, I, it dawned on me, well, look, I mean, this is kind of a no-brainer. We got this, this uh, huge archive of, of video over the last eight years or so that we've been shooting and it's high quality stuff. And so um, I, you know, I went to my board and we discussed it. I have some, I have some good people on my board that have good ideas about marketing. And, and uh, we came up with this idea of let's see if we can, we can put out a video with a handful of pieces every week for people to get into and, and you know this is going to be great for the artists again because these are performances that have been done it's going to be great for the composers because uh, you know this will give people another chance to uh, to hear these pieces and it's going to be uh, good for us because you're going to stay on our, on the radar of our audience and affecting their lives in a positive way the way we want and uh, so that's so that was the decision was taken that we would do this and and then just start uh, doling them out four at a time. We thought four was a good number. Well, you know, it was uh, enough to give people choice if they didn't like this one, they could do the next one. So that that went well, and and it seemed to really uh, resonate with our our viewers. Um, you know, we have a list of probably thirty five hundred names in our database, and uh, it really uh, our open rate was very high. And uh, so we could tell just from the metrics that people were, were, were listening and watching and, and uh, it was having an effect. I can remember when I first started getting these emails, the edgy escapes, I thought it was such a cool idea. And uh, it was really fun to check them out. And the video is really, really high quality. So you can find them on the Tribeca New Music YouTube channel. If you just put Tribeca New Music into YouTube, they'll pop right up. Uh, let's hear one of the pieces. This is Jula Jule by Rena Esmail for violin and piano. And we're going to hear Mary Rowell on violin and Adam Mark's piano.
It's music by Rena Esmail. The piece is called Jules Jules, and she says on her website that it's inspired by two folk melodies that were popular in her family, one on the Kenyan side and one on the Indian side. Uh, and it's a fascinating hybrid of those two different aesthetics. I think it's such a beautiful piece. As I'm recording this podcast, it's quite uh, there's quite a lot of snow here in uh, New York. And so uh, it's beautiful, beautiful accompaniment to this very, very snowy day. And that sound of live applause at the end, my goodness, I hope that we'll hear live applause like that in concerts again soon. We heard Mary Rowell on violin and Adam Mark's piano, a live performance from the Tribeca New Music Festival and included in their Edgy Escapes series, uh, which for that series, they were pretty much, as we heard Preston saying, uh, reusing material that they'd already taped live. But that led to Brave New World, a series we'll get to in a little bit. But first, Preston Stolle is himself a composer, and I want to play a piece of his wonderful violin piece with electronics called Sapphire. But first, let's let Preston tell us about it. Like most people are, like many people I would think out there, I have many other passions in life. And uh, one of them is sailing. I grew up, my father was in the Navy, and... Uh, there's a little, there's a, there's a picture of me when I was a child, I mean an infant, hanging off the, the, the wheel of the, of, of a steering wheel of a sailboat, and, uh, and underneath it says Skipper, you know, and my dad's <laughs> sense of humor. Well, that was my, that, that's a nickname that stuck with me through my whole life. And uh, so anyway, I was, uh, so I, I do a lot of sailing, and uh, this is back in, oh, let me think, five or six years ago. I was sailing with some friends from Huntington, Long Island to Block Island, and uh, it's an overnight thing. And uh, and we got there, and we, we did it in shifts. And then when we got when we were at Block, we were there for four or five days. It was in October, and then we sailed back. And on the way back, uh, we we hit uh, a cold front that came through, and a, you know a little bit of a squall. And uh, and then after after it went through, the sky was completely cleared like the front had pushed everything out and there was just a, it was like a thousand stars on black velvet it was just an amazing night and it was still was blowing very hard and every now and then I, you know this kind of ominous black cloud would go by but um, I remember being struck by that experience and I, I had the, uh, the 4 a.m. watch uh, 4 to 8 a.m. we were a four hour four, four hours on and off and so for my watch at 4 a.m., I got to watch the sunrise uh, come up behind us from the east. And I don't know what it was, but you know, there's something about being out in the ocean like that and you're looking around and your senses just kind of get sharp and slow down. And the most amazing thing to me was the color of the sky. It was just this amazing sapphire blue. And I was so struck by the experience that uh, when I got back to New York, um, I started thinking about uh, about the experience and and uh, how I could reflect that in a piece of music. And uh, and so that's what that was the inspiration for the color, if you will, of the song. And uh, and then where it goes from there is anybody's guess.
It's beautiful music by Preston Stolly. The piece is called Sapphire, and as he said, it's this evocation of uh, pre-dawn out on the ocean. Absolutely beautiful. And what a performance, too, by Jennifer Choi, the violinist. I have to say, I, I'm not a boat person. Uh, the few times that I've been on a boat or been off land, uh, it just didn't go well. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. But uh, that piece makes me wistful. It makes me wish that... Uh, I could experience something like that. Absolutely gorgeous music by Preston Stolle, who is also the director of the Tribeca New Music Festival. I'm going to turn now to a piece by a younger composer. Uh, this is part of the Young Composers Competition, very important competition that TNM does. And uh, the piece is called Great Danger Keep Out by Matthew Brown. Here's Seven Sons to perform.
Great performance by Seven Sons. The piece is called Great Danger, Keep Out. Although I kind of wanted to go in. I don't know. <laughs> it's such a, it's a great piece. Uh, the composer is Matthew Brown, and he was the winner of the Tribeca New Music Festival's Young Composer Competition. The uh, entries for that for this year have, have just closed uh, a couple of weeks ago, but look for that for next year. It comes out well, at the end of, of the year, rather. At the end of every year, Tribeca New Music opens up their calls for scores, and uh, it's a very popular program, of course, because you get this amazing performance in New York City. So that's the Young Composers competition that TNM does. We heard some of the edgy escapes. Those edgy escapes, of course, come from the live performances that now happen in Nancy Manocharian's Cell Theater, and I could do a whole program on the great work that she's doing at the Cell. Uh, but I want to turn now to the program that they started called Brave New World. In September, we wanted to pivot to this new thing we're doing now, this webcast series, uh, which we called, logically enough, Brave New World, <laughs> because that's what we're all in. I mean, you know, this is just such a crazy thing. And uh, so I contacted um, uh, half a dozen, well, more than that, but a bunch of artists that I, I thought would really be great to do this with. And uh, a fair number of them were, were reluctant because of the, the health issue, the COVID issue, and I understand that. Uh, but um, um, a few of them were what, I, what we'll call a pod of, of uh, like string quartets and things like that that have worked together s through the pandemic. They're familiar with each other and uh, they're, they're, uh, they're safe, you know, they're, they're quarantined and okay. So we put, we put, uh, 
a program together that we thought uh, was the best thing we could do considering our options, uh, who we could get in there. And then we're using the Cell Theater as a recording studio. And uh, I'm bringing in my, my uh, video crew again. And uh, you know, we had to go through and make sure we had people who were willing to, to do it. And um, the Cell Theater has made, we, assign, we sign agreements with the Cell uh, uh, about you know, where we've been and uh, in terms of uh, being quarantined before we go into these sessions, uh, we get tested. But this is the kind of thing that we're up against now, you know, and uh, so uh, so that's how so the edge escapes thing that started first, and then we realized when the fall came around, we had to start this uh, new series called Brave New World. Uh, there's five concerts, and uh, the first one, first two we've done, uh, and I don't know if you know Brandon Reidenhauer. He's a fantastic trumpet player. He plays. He's uh, he and uh, is friends with a pianist who's an amazing pianist by the name of Jeremy Ajani Jordan, and Jeremy is one of these just unbelievable monster pianists who grew up in Chicago, and his father was a jazz musician, and he Jeremy turned out to be a piano prodigy and went to Juilliard and he's got all, he's got his black belt and piano and all that stuff, you know. And uh, so the two of them, they're both composers. And so um, Brandon approached me um, uh, during the summer and, and told me what he was up to. And uh, we, we, we agreed, well, we, we got to figure out something to do. And, and then uh, when Brave New World uh, idea uh, sort of came into, uh, into being, I said, why don't we, you know, I, I called Brandon, I said, let's, let's think about you guys doing a program, and we'll start with you. We're better to start in a brave new world than at the beginning. Let's hear what they came up with. This is Fish Me a Dream, Jeremy Ajani Jordan, piano, Brandon Reidenauer, trumpet.
Wow, that's a fantastic performance. Jeremy Johnny Jordan on piano, Brandon Reidenauer on trumpet. Uh, Fish Me a Dream is the piece. Everything Preston was saying, I mean, incredible virtuosic performances, but also this nuanced, sensitive communication between the players. Really fantastic. That's from the first Brave New World series. Uh, unfortunately, those are not available as of now. There are no tickets for uh, the ones that have already happened, but hopefully that'll change in the future. But I'm recording this show on February 1st. And so if, if you're hearing it in time, there are two more. One is uh, February 4th, featuring the Rhythm Method String Quartet, and the other is February 18th, featuring the Sirius Quartet. And you can go to TribecaNewMusic.org to get tickets for those. Preston was kind enough to give me a sneak preview of a track that'll be featured on Brave New World on February 4th. So I'd love to play it now. It's a fantastic piece called Sleeping Beauties by Megan Burke, who is part of the Rhythm Method String Quartet, who will also hear on vocals. Uh, this features the Rhythm Method, amazing feminist uh, string quartet, and also James Moore on guitar. So uh, this is again February 4th, and uh, you can hear the sneak preview here on Relevant Tones, but you really want to watch the video as part of the Brave New World series. So go to TribecaNewMusic.org, get your ticket for that, and for the show featuring Sirius Quartet on February 18th. And now here is Megan Burke and the Rhythm Method Quartet with James Moore to perform her piece, Sleeping Beauties. Seven years we wake up, our pale faces kiss the sun, and a new shattered star appears in our shining glass coffin. Stay away to who we did as it's a 
let this be the last Let us shatter all the porcelain And the coffin made of glass Let us run with joy away From our city on our Another fantastic performance, the Rhythm Method String Quartet, music of Megan Burke. They were joined by James Moore on electric guitar, and we heard Megan Burke singing. That will be on February 4th, the Brave New World series at 6 p.m. Eastern. So it'll feature that piece by Megan Burke, also music by Inti Figues Visueta, and music by Shelley Washington. That's a must-see. And then also on February 18th, the Sirius Quartet, music of Jeremy Harmon, Gregory, Gregory Hubner, sorry, Fung Chern Hui, Louis Josephson, and Paul McCartney. Uh, again, you can go to TribecaNewMusic.org to get tickets for those. We have just a little bit of time on the program left. This is another fantastic performer and performance, Adam Marks, piano. And uh, he did one of the Brave New World series. We're going to go out with a piece by Tanya Leon, which is Omenate, or Tribute. I'm Seth Bosted for Relevant Tones. Thanks so much for listening. Mm -hmm.